Hey guys, it's Stan. And before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you guys about a very special event organized by our very own recurring guest, Damon O'Keefe. As you guys know, you guys have donated over $500 to the Pirate Polar Plunge, and we cannot thank you guys enough for that. And guess what? It's about that time. The Pirate Polar Plunge will be taking place on March 5th at Memorial Park in Piermont, New York, and your donations will be going to families in need around the area. And to donate, you just need to go to tlcapparel.20systems, spelled T-U-O, I'll say it again, tlcapparel.20systems.com slash stores slash Polar Plunge 23. So what are you waiting for? Donate and take the plunge March 5th, and we hope to see you there. Welcome back to the New York Sports Exchange, episode number 78. And you can see the look on Tim's face. <laughs> uh, Kane, New York Ranger. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every New time. York Ranger. Every time, dude. It's every we time. Are go- we are going to be celebrating with Jake Zaretsky. So everything that you have heard from the NHL trade deadline, we will talk about with Jake. Should be a fun episode. I'm just I'm just so happy. I'm, I'm so happy. This I'm clearly like- not. <laughs> Tim isn't. Tim isn't. I literally did like the when Elaine came back from uh, Europe, and I did the uh, Seinfeld like when she like opened the door, and they were like, "Ah!" Like yeah, I, I did that, dude. Like, and they uh, got him for nothing. They they sent two prospects <laughs> over. They got Arizona retained twenty five percent of his salary. They got it's awesome. They got fucking Chicago to retain fifty. It's ridiculous. It's so annoying. <sighs> We want the cup, baby. We want the cup. Whatever. Isles got their superstar and, 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 line. Rangers get another one. Whatever. Whatever. And now Tim's about to hear Rangers propaganda for the next hour. Uh, <laughs> oh, so annoying. Uh, There's a oh lot of boy. trades we got to break down. We'll break that all down with. Uh, yeah, we'll break it all down. Um, there's a lot of news coming out. The NFL, the NBA, literally breaking right now. This like, is zero, zero days since the last crazy thing in the NBA. And, like, we thought Patrick Kane signing was the craziest thing was going to happen. There is just – I don't know what the hell is going on in college football and the NBA right now. Where, where do we even start? Where do you want to start with? Um, Let's start with Ja. So, also – and the Knicks got a pretty big – Knicks play the Nets tonight. That is also That's a big pretty game. big. And the, and the Knicks take have sole possession of fifth place, so which is also awesome, which sets up for a Cavs-Knicks first-round series. That'd be kind of nuts. Oh. <laughs> Imagine like the Islanders match up with the Rangers and then that the would, match okay. up with, <laughs> would break yeah, up well, them, break okay. this podcast. <laughs> would, yeah, that would be just so absurd if the cat like that just be random two New York teams and then me pulling for Cleveland like just be so <laughs> random. <laughs> um. So according to Molly Hensley Clancy of of the Washington Post, John Morant has been accused of allegedly beating up a 17 year old boy and pointing a gun at him. The teenage, according to according to the Washington Post, the teenager told detectives from the Shelby County Sheriff's Office that after the fight, Morant went into his house and reemerged with a gun visible in the waistband of in the waistband of his pa- of his pants. Sorry, I can't talk. And his hand on the weapon, according to police interviews obtained by the Post, which have not been previously reported. What the hell is he thinking? You are an NBA player. <laughs> It's not even. It's not even that, it, dude. You're like, being paid millions and millions of dollars. <sighs> like, okay, listen, 
I, I get it. Like, some people, they have rough upbringings. I understand that. This man grew up, two-parent household, went to a private school. Like, what are you trying to be? Like, I don't, I don't know what he's trying to do. Like, dude, you're, uh, ruining, I, you're ruining your career. You're ruining your life. Like, what are you doing? Like, this shit, I, I'm trying to find, like, more of it because it's crazy. Um, okay. Um, so, I, I really... Like what? Okay, here's I, I really don't know what happens now. Memphis is second in the West, so do they? Does he? Is he getting suspended? Like, how, how does this work? Well, he allegedly did it. He allegedly. So we don't know. But well, like you eat innocent, he, oh, innocent, innocent till proven guilty. Either this is getting swept under the rug by the NBA, or like he's going to prison or something. I don't. I don't know. He's going to get fined. I'm not really sure what's going to happen. But what is he doing? Like, what are you doing? I don't. That's like crazy. Like, that's just, just crazy like, to me. Like, what is he thinking? <laughs> and it like blows my mind because like coming out of college, like this guy, like very like nothing. There was nothing on him. Nothing. nothing. There and was nothing Memphis, on him. He just him. goes to Memphis. <laughs> and then he just goes to Memphis, and then he just becomes boys with Dylan Brooks, and then. <laughs> That's Dude, another guy. Coach K was right about Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks <laughs> is a thug. <laughs> I don't talk about an Oregon alum like that, but I don't. I don't. I Coach K don't was know. right. Like you all laughed at him. <laughs> Memphis gets a huge win, and I met, yeah, Memphis gets a huge win yesterday. Jaron Jackson Jr. is a sick poster. Like they go out, they beat the Lakers, who are hot, and then this comes oh, well, out. LeBron's today. out. Oh yeah, yeah LeBron's out. What is LeBron's this mean out for, for the Lakers week to week? With most important, twenty three most important games of his career. Tim, I mean, come on, bro, he's hurt. Like he's forty years old. Okay, he's forty. Can we stop with this? Like this guy is forty. He's gonna I get hurt. Th- I still think they make the playoffs. That that I think they the play in. They are the play in. They are rolling right now. You know what team? That, think- team that might make the play in that is really struggling. Fucking Ma- the Mavericks, dude. They just can't oh, figure it out. Their first round exit. They, they are a first round exit. We were right. I, everyone who said that this Kyrie Luca thing wasn't going to work, it's not going to work because of ball dominance. It's so clear they they cannot yeah. play together. Uh, it, it doesn't work. It, it literally, uh, 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 they're a first round exit. I now am. watch as they go to the Western Conference. They Final, go to they but... go to the conference finals <laughs> again, but but still, that shit is insane. But the NBA f- is just. I'm losing. I'm losing my mind right now. Like I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> It's all yeah. over the place. <laughs> um, in other NBA news, locally, the Knicks and the Nets square off tonight in the Garden. Should be a fun one. The Knicks coming off a big, big win over the Boston Celtics. Now, yes, granted, huge. granted, uh, Jalen Brown was out due to personal reasons, and Jason Tatum got ejected late in the game. But still, wins huge. a win. Wins a win, and. A wins a win in this league. Just a great all-around team effort. I mean, Mitchell Robinson had a good game. Jalen Brunson had a pretty good game, too. Julius Randle had, like, 22, I believe, being the leading scorer. And I have to say this over and over and over again. The addition of Josh Hart to Huge. this team means Huge. so much. Because what did you see what Josh Hart said to the said to reporters after the game? I didn't see what he said. He was basically like, we're not, like, trying to make the playoffs just to be like, oh, like we're we're in the playoffs, whoop de doo. Like we're trying to make a run. And that just got me fired like up. so that just got me so fired you threw the, up. You that, threw the Knicks jersey on, the high socks, you got the, the <laughs> basketball shoes out of the closet. Like, I'm going to practice, mom. That's where I'm going. <laughs> the, the, I have like the Nike uh ninja headband that the got headband, banned years yeah. ago. <laughs> 
You're like, I, but, I'm just going to go help out any way I can. <laughs> any way I can. Just just be a team player. But I just uh, now like hearing that and the Rangers getting Patrick Kane, this is like the garden is Eden. Like this is this is insane. The garden is Eden. I'm, I'm so, so happy. <laughs> like this. Is... What are you talking about, TD or MSG? Because right now it's going to be between Shut them up. two. It's Shut between... up! <laughs> it's between them two at this point. <laughs> the real garden is in Manhattan. Well, Cavs. Not that, Fug- not that Fugazi one. Cavs are going to TD tonight. They play. Oh, yeah, Cavs got a big one tonight. That'd be a huge uh, game if they win tonight. That'd be huge. We'll see what happens. Uh, they are five point underdogs. Yeah, I believe they yeah. are. Uh, so I mean, we'll see what happens, but. I hope it's going to be a high-scoring game from Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. It's just it's how Cavs play. They're the best defensive team yeah. in the NBA. Uh-oh. But and guess yeah. who's back tonight as well? I almost forgot. Who? Kevin Durant. Oh, you're right. Kevin yeah. Durant making his uh, son's debut in Charlotte. And speaking of Charlotte, Lamelo Ball is after the year. There's just a ton going on in the NBA right now, like all you know, over the place. This league and the this Kings are st- aren't the Kings still hot? <laughs> The Kings are red hot, man. Holy shit. What the hell? Are they going to they, okay. drop off? It's never going to be a drop. They're proving me wrong. Darren Fox is proving me wrong every single week. Unbelievable. Are they going to fucking leap the Grizzlies? Dude. Because now with this whole Josh shit. Like, bro, imagine a Kings as a second seed. Like, this is the most unreal. Like, I don't The NBA is on top of its head right now. This <laughs> league. This fucking league. And now, uh, the Bucks take over first place of the... Uh, oh, my God. They've won 14 straight? 15. 15 straight. Dude, I am so... I just... What the fuck? <laughs> like, 15 how do you, straight. How do you win that many, bro? Like, it's ridiculous. 15 straight. Unreal. And, like, half of them without Giannis. Yeah. Which is even more scary if you really think about it. Well, the whole... The playoff picture right now in the Eastern Conference is Milwaukee 1, Boston 2, Philly 3, Cleveland 4, Knicks 5, Brooklyn 6, and then the play-ins Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, Washington. So Chicago's out looking in. Yeah. Do they make it? No, they suck. And they're not mm, making it. No, I don't know. I it. May actually maybe over Washington. Uh, maybe over Washington. Washington. Maybe. And then on the the West is just a bloodbath. Dude, I I could see even OKC slipping in at this point. Like you, I could yeah. see Utah completely falling out. They suck now. <laughs> that miracle yeah, run, that, yeah, is that, over. That, that Fugazi run is kind of yeah. over now. But then there's, I mean, the Clippers are really falling off too. They had a bad game against the Timberwolves last night. Yeah, and dude. Zion, like Zion's never gonna play, so is New Orleans ever yeah. gonna make the playoffs? Like future Nick, exactly. <laughs> future Nick, future Nick. Mm. But this, and, is I, just... oh. and now, like we're getting to that time where, like, we're realizing, like, who are like the top teams for and, the tank? Yeah, and uh, I think he, I think I think Wembenyama's a spur, but that's just me. I don't think I've seen a worse basketball team than. The Houston Rockets. Oh, and Dave <laughs> just dropped fucking seventy two. Yeah, I Dave, forgot Dave about that. I forgot to talk about the. He dropped se- no seventy one. He got seventy one. Same as seventy one. Oh, he is on another level. Okay, he's the second best, probably the second Score. best player in the he, NBA. I mean, probably the second, probably one of the best scores of this generation. Dude, what? What is he? He's on like a sick run right now with fifty point. Like he's unbelievable. He's ridiculous. And they they're not even in the playoffs. Not even in the playoffs. <laughs> well, I mean, the Pelicans are falling off. Hard. So hard. They're probably they're probably going to take over that ten spot, but for how long? Because the yeah. Lakers are on their tail. The Thunder or NBA is in full swing, and I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, there's four teams in the women Giannis sweepstakes. You got Houston leading the pack, who they might just be the worst basketball team I've ever watched. Just discipline wise, they're just not good. Yeah. They're all over. They're the too place. young. Yeah, they're too young. 
Uh, and they don't have a good coach. Steven Silas yeah. is not a good coach. San Antonio is brutal. San Antonio is <laughs> abysmal. They're oh, my God. Brutal. They're brutal. Uh, oh, but they did snap their losing streak. They lost 16 in a row. Yeah, well, you know, Houston has it. beat the Jazz last night. There you go. Houston's still on the 10-game losing streak. Uh, we'll see if they split that one around soon. Probably not. And then know. in the East, you have Detroit and Charlotte, but Charlotte's won five straight. Yeah, and Detroit's lost five straight. So you're looking at the opposite ends of the spectrum for them, too. I, I see you know Charlotte. Those, do, you Charlotte know those, uh, do you know those uh, videos on YouTube, like, talking about, like, the rise and fall of, like, different teams? Yeah. I watched one on the uh, 04 Pistons from, like, 2000 to, like, 2008. Like, the rise and the fall of the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, well, if they drafted Mello, it, it might be a different story for them. But. Well, no, they were – well. They were actually good that year. People forget that. They well, were no, they actually were, good. They were good. They wouldn't have won no. a championship. They... But here, they won the championship that year. They got the second pick because of some like stupid trade that they made back in like 1997 with the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies and the Grizzlies gave their first round pick of, in 2003 to the Pistons. No, I, yeah, but I'm talking about the the following year. I knew they were good that year because they they had yeah. they were they, they had, Chauncey, yeah, fucking Rip, Rip was Hamilton. They had Ben Tayshaun Wallace, Prince, Ben Wallace. Rashid was a late season acquisition in two thousand. But they were loaded, and then they added what Milicic, Darko. They did. Yeah. But here's the thing: they didn't need Melo or Bosch because that year they won the they won the title. I know, but you're 03, looking at oh, you're looking at draft festival. You're true, looking at draft festival over there. Come on, <laughs> you got they two. Didn't need them. Come on, you have one. 100% Hall of Famer, and Chris Bosh is an arguable Hall of Famer. If he didn't get hurt, probably. But yeah. you're looking at two guys that could have completely changed what, what, like how it how you guys fell off, and it's just... Yeah. Uh, but then there's like... Just like watching it, because they were like first in the East like every year, and in the conference finals every year until like 2006, they were like the maybe basketball team. They were so good defensively. I want, I, I want to see Detroit basketball back. Oh. Detroit... Motor City. Detroit had... Detroit has not had a good team in years. In like Probably all since sports. In all sports. I mean, the Lions, they're on the rise right now. The, everyone, the Tigers the haven't been good Tigers. since 2013. Yeah, the 2013 Tigers. That was the last the good Wing, team they had. The Red Wings are on the rise. They just extended Dylan Larkin. They could be getting that second wild card spot. Never know. They, they dropped one last night. Big, big loss to Ottawa, who's also yeah. just jumped them in the standings. Yeah. But. I All yeah right. I want to I want to see Motor City get lit <laughs> yeah the, I want to see yeah come on Motor City let's go come on I'm are with you pulling, Detroit are we pulling for Detroit now is that the second base is, is this the I'm team pro Detroit podcast I am pro I am pro Detroit I, I will say that I mean Kate Cunningham's a dog so we'll see what Kate, happens. although he's out for the year but yeah but I mean that was just because you know maybe just don't play Kate but they got a good they got a good thing going there because James Wiseman is is going to thrive in Detroit because it is a small market and no one's going to be watching him with a fucking well, with fucking binoculars, every yeah. step he takes. But he's a terrible, still horrible defensively. He's got to figure that out. Yeah, but he he went off for like twenty and ten the other night. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They're ugh, they they've had some tough draft picks. That's for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> Killian Hayes is just ugh. What he, what was that? Hurts to watch like every night. <laughs> Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. All right. Uh, moving on to another unfortunate situation. Sorry, we're talking about crime. <laughs> Just don't know what's going <laughs> on right now. We've turned into a crime podcast. It's March 1st, uh, and it's like, everyone's like, let's go so crazy. This is March. This is March. And we're in March. Welcome to March. We're in March. Best month of the year. Can't wait. 
Um, Jalen Carter, uh, the well, who was considered to be a top three draft prospect, was was a part of the incident back in January after Georgia won the national championship when a player, and I believe it was a recruiting assistant, uh, got into a car accident. Uh, turns out that they were racing, and Jalen Carter was in the other car. There's a warrant out for his arrest. He's back in Athens with the police. It's just unfortunate situation there. It's uh, just like because this guy's like this guy was a consensus top five pick. I mean, he was he was arguably the first. Like, I mean, you look the at Bears, it, it, he was arguably the first pick if the Bears didn't want to trade that pick. Yeah, because I mean, now the Bears are looking to move the pick. Well, and, yeah, but you were looking at a potential number one overall pick who's now. Maybe never going to play. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Who knows what's going to happen? Ugh. I just uh, like, Jay- what the hell is going on? I, I don't know, but uh, Jalen Carter put out a statement, and it was a notes app in all caps, which is very odd. He, uh, he wrote it in all caps. <laughs> wrote it in all caps. It's like, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, It's, yeah, it's like it's white. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. see it. It says... This morning, I received a telephone call from the Athens, Georgia Police Department informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Numerous media reports have also circulated this morning containing inaccurate information concerning the tragic events of January 15th, 2023. It is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the, com- that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind that when all of the facts are known that I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. So he's claiming that he is innocent. Yeah, sounds like a guilty man to me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I Listen, I just see this. I, I hate to say it, I see this thing kind of blown over and it just affects his draft stock a little bit. But Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely going to dip his draft stock. Yeah. Uh, teams that I see potentially bring snagging him if he does fall. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't yeah, say it. He's even a cowboy don't probably. Say it, don't say it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, this Jerry is like Jones. Jordan Dave. This is Jordan Davis yeah. all over again. Jerry Jones don't care. So if he's on the board, he's going to be a cowboy. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I just all over the place. Cleveland. Today. Cleveland. Still yeah. On the board. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is all over the place today, though. Rangers yesterday, St. Patrick Kane. I wake up this morning to Jalen Carter potentially going to prison and then John Morant. <laughs> I know we're talking about like hockey with Jake later on, but I just have to say I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Showtime on Broadway, baby! Oh my god, what a it, world! What a world! Shut up! <laughs> I'm never gonna shut up about this. This Wait, is you fucking want, insane. You want to talk about crazy things that happen in hockey? Isles are one for fourteen in their fourteen shootout attempts this year. <laughs> what <laughs> they are. Going into last year, if you could count last year and this year's shootouts combined, like attempts, they're five for forty-seven in their last forty-seven. They're the worst what? team in the NHL. They just can't score. What are you doing? They can't. They can't figure it out. So if they ever go to overtime, hey, hey they're lucky. There's a continuous overtime. Yeah, <laughs> that's playoffs. what I'm saying. They're built for playoffs. They're, they're built thinking. for the playoffs. They're built for the playoffs. Oh, they're built for the playoffs. They're the worst shootout team I've ever seen. Um, it is March 1st, so you know what March means. It is almost that time. Conference tournaments start this weekend. Or not this weekend, next week. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, the last week of the season is this week. Big one Saturday. Huge one on Saturday. Duke UNC for the second time. It is a must, it is a must win game for North Carolina. They are staying, they're fighting to stay alive right now. They are fighting to stay alive right now. They've won two in a row, won a big one at home against Virginia, then went on the road to Tallahassee to take down Florida State. Um, 
Oh, God, oh, I can. I already see the writing on the wall. <laughs> you know Duke's gonna lose. <laughs> I know they're gonna lose that game, and they're gonna get the, uh, UNC is gonna get that first four game in Dayton, and then they're just gonna go on this magic carpet ride. <laughs> I, uh, I I know. I, I I've I'm, seen it. I don't it. want it to happen either. I don't like UNC as much as the next guy, but this is just. <laughs> It's this is what's gonna happen. Just how it works. Just just know. Just know this is what's gonna happen. I mean they, they that would kill you. <laughs> oh my I'd be dead. You thought I would have if you thought I would have died last year, just wait. Just 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 wait well, till this okay, year. Okay, but who's but who's been the most disappointing on UNC so far this year, you think? Uh Caleb Love and RJ Davis, no doubt about it. Really? It, I think yep. I mean Bangkok hasn't been great either. Yeah, because they don't give him the ball. That's the thing. Like they have to realize that you got to give the ball to your best player, and you cannot just rely on him to just you know get offensive rebounds all the time. He's a board machine, but get, give him the basketball. I just love yeah, all, like give him the ball, dude. Every UNC fan is always flaming him, like because he was in um he was in Outer Banks. Outer Banks. Yeah. And I refuse I, to watch Outer Banks. I yeah, refuse. I uh well, besides the fact that it's a horrible show for anyone who watches yeah, it, but, but um. I I heard like all UNC fans were like clouding him and like, well, he's doing more. He's like, he's he, something about the show. He's like, he's getting the, as many points in in the show as he is in the fucking court. It's something so stupid. They were like, they got him doing more on the show than on the court. I was dying laughing. Just they were clowning him. Yeah. Um. Some bracketology that came out. Joe Lenardi is uh basically the main guy that ESPN goes basically relies on. So their top seed is Alabama. Joe Lenardi has. North Carolina as the first team out, Ooh. and then Arizona State is the last team in. Um, the last four in right now is Mississippi State, Boise State, Wisconsin, and Arizona State. Um, the one, uh, let's see where Duke is. Duke, uh, Joey Brackets has Duke as a seven seed in the South, taking on USC. That is also in the same region as Kentucky, Marquette, Indiana, and Alabama. And my favorite upset team this year, Oral Roberts. Oof, oof, the Oral <laughs> dude. They're they're bringing back that same tiny point guard, Max Amos. Really, from the team two years ago. They're undefeated in conference play, and they got this transfer from Arkansas, Connor Vanover. He is like seven foot three. He's like Chet Holmgren. He's seven foot. Oh, and he's he just been re- hooping. He's a modified Chet Holmgren. He can <laughs> shoot the three. He can fucking like he doesn't move like him, but he can fucking he you can shoot the three. He can do anything. You know what stat I saw today for the tournament? It said yes. uh, that the Mountain West they're oh eight. Oh, in their that last means they're due. But guess who you, Oral Roberts is? Guess who? Guess who? Uh, Joe Lenardi has Oral Roberts playing. No, San Diego State. Yeah, SDSU. <laughs> and I'm thinking Oral Roberts beats SDSU. Boise State gets shot. Nevada doesn't even end up making it. Like some, some stupid yeah, like something, that. something stupid like that. Um, let's see if there's any other shockers out there. Uh, Virginia is no longer the automatic qualifier from the ACC. Who is it now? Oh, I saw some. What? I saw some crazy stat for Kansas yesterday. Oh, it's actually under Pitt. Wow. Oh, but I saw it's some crazy Pitt. stat for Kansas yesterday. They uh. They're like fifty four and zero in their last like fifty four against yeah. unranked opponents at home. Yep, that's crazy. That is unbelievable. <laughs> that's fucking ri- yeah. That's that's Kansas basketball for you. Oh my like, that's, gosh, they are ridiculous. Um, another team that's really coming to fruition right now is Iowa. Uh, they just went into Assembly Hall and blew out Indiana by twenty. Ooh, yeah. 
So it's time for these yeah. teams to turn it on. This is where this is where you figure also, out who's, yeah. who's, who's also who's got another it. another thing that is scaring me is that every like college basketball beat writer has like Duke as a dark horse, and that's how you know they get shot out. <laughs> yeah, like every like literally everyone's dark horse last year was Iowa, and they got knocked out by Richmond in the first round. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I'm worried. <laughs> that's what that that that's why I'm worried. This is just—it's gonna be an interesting. I mean, this is gonna be an interesting tournament. It's odd. It's very different. That, it's wide open. It literally—I would not be shocked if we see 2013 all or 2014 all over again when we see an eight seed play to play a six seed in that's the national what, championship. That's what I'm saying. Like, like this is just—I would not be shocked. It's all over the place right now. Yeah, like Kentucky's playing its best basketball right now. A Duke, I, Duke's, Duke's on fire. coming around. Like it's like Duke's <laughs> coming around. Who knows? UNC, like they've just. They're, they've won two in a row. Maybe they can build off of that, but it should be an exciting March. I'm very excited. Purdue is also, uh, I overvalue Purdue. You overvalue Houston? No, because I'll tell you why. Very good on the road and neutral sites. That's good for tournament play. That's good for tournament play. Okay. Well, now that's the they team. have. That's my team. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. See, and J- I already, already said my Jim Nance theory, the, the Nance theory. It's what? his last final four. Oh yeah, but the Houston. Yeah, he's yeah, calling yeah. his last final uh, four. Houston's gonna final win it four all. is in Houston, and they're gonna and win Jim it. Nance all. is a Houston alum, which yeah. means like how fitting to end your college basketball broadcasting career to call your alma mater. How hilarious would it be if they get tossed in the first round? <laughs> like, uh, th- th- that'd be up there with fucking UNBC. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, that'd be up there with UNBC because they're project. I think they're the second overall seed right now. Something crazy like that. All right. We are going to get to our segment with Jake. For any non-Ranger fans out there, I apologize because this is literally just going to be like one, like a good like thirty minutes of Rangers propaganda. Uh, um, <laughs> Tim is looking forward to it. I know uh, it. He, he's looking forward to it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, returning for the first time since October, Jake Zaretsky. All right, to celebrate the Patrick Kane trade, I know Tim's going to love this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on, turn that frown upside down, Tim. Come on, say it. I'm over it. Say it. <laughs> I'm over it. Patrick Kane is a new <laughs> Patrick Kane is a Ranger. New York Ranger. New York Ranger with an R. With an R, Tim. With... I'm just gonna segment myself in. Jake Zaretsky here on the New York Jake Sports Chase Podcast. Back. I'm here. He was never going to go to Long Island. I mean, he became out of city to want to go to Long Island. Yeah. He literally came out of city. He's like, I'm not going we there. Knew this, we knew this for about a week. <laughs> we were just waiting on confirmation <sighs> to not make ourselves look like a bunch of idiots. I was just – And then – I was praying. Here we are. I was sitting fingers crossed. I knew he was going to the Rangers. I was sitting fingers crossed they were going to do something stupid, like move Othman or something. And they barely, mo- they barely moved anything, which made me even more angry. We got him for nothing. We got him for nothing. <laughs> oh. and- I just, I can't, I, like, again, like, we just talked about it before, before we started recording, how, like, how this, we knew about this for, like, a week, and it wasn't, like, a breaking, not really, like, a breaking news moment, because most Ranger fans knew about it, but just, like, when it became official, I just, like, sat there and just soaked it all in, and now I'm just, like, holy shit. Like, Tim is fuming. He's turning red. (laughs) It's just, it's so annoying, because it's everybody. You get everybody. It is. I'm not going to lie. Like, if I I was an outside fan, I'd be like, they're the most annoying people. And that's hard to say. (laughs) But you're not even looking at the Leafs. I know, but But. you're not even looking outside fan. Like, I'm down the road, and it's like, nobody wants to play there. (laughs) No. 
Well, I mean, I actually, I, I respect what the Islanders organization and that whole area is doing in terms of making like Elmont, like, like, like an area for everything, like putting a casino in there, you have UBS arena and like, they're doing things to like make it, you know, like an attractive. Yeah. Because you know, the racetrack's right there and stuff, but they'll never be a radius. Well, that's the thing. Like there's no, when people say like, I want to go to Long Island, the first city that they think of is not Elmont. Like it's not. And that should be that if like if there's an NHL team there, that should be the first place. But when people think Long Island, they think they think of Montauk, right? That's like yeah. the first thought. It's like all Ooh, the way yeah, out there in the Hamptons. So I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like the Isles honestly have a good thing going at UBS, but until they like kind of really make that self themselves like a mark, no one's gonna want to play there. Sorry, 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 Tim. Got traded there. It's not like you know. It's like <laughs> it's not like he wanted it. That's. <laughs> All right. Well, he resigned eight. Horvat came. He resigned for eight years. I don't want to shut up. He did. He did. It's, but, not, like, I mean, look, it's not like look, he. I, it's not if, like he picked the Islanders. He's stuck with the Islanders. If I was, if I was top ten in scoring and, and like having my best career year, and someone said, "Here's eight years for eight million dollars a year," I'd be like, "All right, no, nope, okay." Uh, yeah, but, all right, but to be fair, I mean, if, if he probably would have got somewhat the same deal if he did stay. Hundred percent. Because he's again, having a great, he's having a great year. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to discount anything. No, I, I get it. I, I like, yeah. I, I, I get it. I like the upward trend they're on. They're, they're becoming more of an attractive team than they used to be. But they'll never Correct. be the Rangers. And you get Tarasenko, who has been linked to the Islanders for like three years now, and then of course he just goes to the Rangers, which honestly that hurt even more than Patrick Kane. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my God, Jake. The text for the off season stand. They were waiting for the, the off season to get the text. That's the best part. Oh, I sent the tweet and I said, "Holy shit!" And Tim goes, "No!" Yeah. I'm and I'm so like, "Angry." Oh. It's just like because he's been linked for years, and it's just every year it's like, "Oh, well, they're not going to move him yet. They'll sign him." And then finally, it's just like, "Oh, he's going to the Rangers." So it's just it is yep. what it is. It is oh. what it is. And also, like, Panarin just, is just a huge the draw. Like a huge, draw. I know. Like, in terms of in terms of like people who you want to play with, like I think of a lot of players and those Russians. Like people want to be like you think about it, think about the Russians, like who have like the superstar like level of talent, right? You have Kaprizov, oh, right? Ka- well, Kaprizov is the first person I think of, and he has oh, like yeah. one of the best duos with Zuccarello, Kutrov. which sucks, but whatever. Yeah, Kucherov's huge. Uh, obviously, Ovechkin, like we said, and then you have the goalies, right? You have Shostakovich, you have. Uh, Vasilevsky as well. So it's like there's guys who are in the league who, who can have that appeal. Right. Sorokin's another one too. And he's more quiet, but it, I wouldn't say he's. No, I know. I know. I know. You know, but like at the same time, I, I would say that, you know, like that, that Russian effect is like everyone wants to be around them. Well, They're crazy. And that's really what it is. I completely even forgot about this. And you bring up Panarin. He, he took a pay cut from the Islanders to go play for the Rangers. Like you guys probably even forgot about that too. They offered him 13 <laughs> oh, and he didn't no, even no. take it. No, 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 no. I didn't forget. No way. That's oh, just, it, that's it's it. been a while. God. It's just been a while. You know, I mean, it's been, what? 2019, July 1st. We or actually the, my birthday, July 2nd. Oh, wow. Yep. There you go. We, we what a birthday the, We live you. in the present tense over here. We don't, yeah. we don't live yeah. in the past. We uh, yeah. focus on the present tense. Correct. Whatever. Go back to 2018. LeBron and Tavares <laughs> leaving the same week. So that was a great oh, week for me. Oh, my Mike. God. <laughs> you were right. – you were. he was so vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. That was – yeah. <laughs> but the Knicks and the Rangers both – I mean, both playing well. The Garden is eaten. I, I said this the gar- before. The, the Garden is finally eaten. For like you, saw the Randall, first time you saw Randall and Hart saying they want to go to the Garden too to see the Rangers. And Brunson. Yeah, and Brunson. Oh, not uh, not Randall Brunson. I meant well, my apologies. It was but, Brunson and Hart. Yeah, so I said the, they should. I, I mean, said they it's should good. Go uh, Dolan, Dolan is his eyes are green. So I mean, he's <laughs> he's living the dream right now with all that going on. So, um, but yeah, it feels uh, like okay, it's, so it's a good time to be a Ranger fan. The Rangers roster set. This is what they're moving forward with. 
how, how do you guys feel just like I I know it's on a defensive standpoint because I get you know Kane is definitely an off one of the best offensive players in the league not super great defensively you have been very phenomenal in the back end this year are you any bit any bit like worried moving forward or is this just smooth sailing we got the best high-powered offense of the league we're backed by the Vesna winner last year we're set to go I'll let Jake well, go first on this. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I was, well, I was late, but whatever. Um, well, I think there's definitely there's a little bit of worry because with the cap situation, like there's no room for flexibility. So in order for us to like, like the worst case scenario would be a big injury. Um, mm-hmm. And in that case, like you know, it's it's differentiating between okay, well, are they just going to be out for this certain amount of time, or is it LTIR? And if it's LTIR, then you have the room to call up guys to fill in that spot. But the cap situation is so tight, so it's like if there are defensive problems and whatever it may be, like there's nobody who you can call upon to like get a switch. Like you can't like send down somebody and then call somebody up because it's just like with waivers and stuff and the trade deadline coming up, like you can't do things like that. And so there is that worry. However, I feel like we, when you look at our bottom six and you look at our third line, they're, they're a young line. So at the end of the day, they're not going to be like a defensive stalwart like you look around the league. And you might think they get pushed around. I think the playoff series last year against Pittsburgh, Carolina, really showed that they can hang around. Um, but at the end of the day, fourth line looks great, too. You throw down Jimmy Vesey down there. I think they're going to provide a little bit of defensive stability as well. And then the back line has been phenomenal. There's there's concerns about whether or not you know this team can go the distance and stay healthy. But I think if you put this perfect scenario in your head where none of them get hurt, I mean, it's, it's one of the better decors in the league where – you get Nico Mikola, who's a big guy who can, you know, be steady along Braden Schneider on the third pair when you have to play those guys against, you know, the bottom pairs and uh, bottom guys in the league. And those bottom guys who are playing for Boston and Carolina, like they could score and they could hit. So come playoff time, I think that there definitely is cause for concern. But I think as a fan, I'm, I'm not necessarily too worried yet. Like my the alarms really aren't ringing off in my head. Yeah, I mean. We're living, we're living in the present tense, like we said before. I mean, just think of like the star attraction right now. Like we went into this deadline thinking, okay, if we can get one of either Kane or Tarasenko, we're set. And now we're walking out of the deadline with both of them. I'm like speechless at this point. Well, I had, I had a great, I had a tweet, I had a great tweet, and I said, I said before, like kind of the trade rumors started to like pile in this season and they've been they've been going on forever but I said that the Rangers need to get uh, a defenseman for sure and I didn't really say need but the biggest need by far was a two right wings first line right wing and a second line right wing and I quote tweeted my original tweet and said if you would have told me in December that the two guys that would fill in those two spots would be Patrick Kane and Vladimir Tarasenko I'd be like you're nuts you're crazy you're ridiculous how are they gonna make that work and here we are here we are. So I, it's no, it fucking it. works out for them. It's crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, we had that loss to Toronto in overtime. Uh, that, that picture, that jury that picture. picture of jury, and <laughs> that that's when that's when I knew. I was like, "There's just no way we're just gonna sit around and let this happen." <laughs> so now, I'm so excited. You're sitting like you're sitting, this is like you're sitting. Kane's a ranger. Yeah, Kane's Patrick a ranger. Kane's like, a it's, ranger. Patrick Kane is a like, ranger. We're talking about like what we're talking about one of one of if not the greatest American hockey player of all time. He definitely is. He is the, I would say, best greatest American player of all, all right. time. Just, I could go Brian Leach, but but okay. Okay, I think it's okay, between I'll that. Leach, Kane, and Madonna, but it's definitely yeah. One but that's fair. If, I'll say this: Bissonette said this on Chicklets too. If Patrick Kane wins a Stanley Cup with the Rangers, oh it's gonna it's 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 gonna solidify him. It's gonna be his Mona Lisa moment. Him. 
I'm like, I'm ready to, I'm, I'm just so ready to get up at four o'clock in the morning whenever they win the Stanley Cup and take the train ride to the city. Oh my god! And just, I'm, 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 I'm just I'm gonna ready. lay, I'm just gonna lay down in the street. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just gonna lay down. No, no, no. Listen, like, again, can't get ahead of ourselves, right? Obviously, all, but I'm just like the present uh, moment. But it's hard not to think. Like the I'm, only, the thing is, is like, and this was my my thing about the whole like NHL, like in terms of the off season and going into the season, whatever, is that when you look at last year, there were a lot of teams that weren't ready yet. Like, and you could call them out immediately. You can call it Ottawa for not being ready yet. Buffalo, Detroit, all these teams in the East who just weren't ready yet. And Boston was wildcard team too. Washington, New Jersey, all these teams who just weren't really on the cusp of making a legitimate Stanley cup run. But now you fast forward to, to this year and like you could pick, I mean, I mean, you could pick six teams in the Eastern conference who all have a legitimate chance yeah. of winning the Stanley Cup. And it, that's it, not even including the teams who are going to make noise in the playoffs who I think can have a chance to really make an impact. And so it, it, that's like the only thing because last year when you looked at the Rangers roster after the deadline when they got comp with Toronto, it was like, okay, like you just filled out the roster. Now it's yeah. like there's not – like there were teams that to you be You have like of, guys that they can – you have guys that the stars can play off of. Yeah. Correct. And so now you get that, but at the same time you look around the league and it's like, you know, oh my god, like what like we're really good, but like every other team is getting better. Like yeah. Boston, you well, add, like they, they how can they get better? Off. How it's, can Boston get better and they got better? Yeah, so and it, it doesn't think, make sense. I mean, you look at the Eastern Conference, it's so much better than the West, and that's not it's just clear as day. It's not a debate. It's, yeah, it's not even I mean, close. So Rangers are sitting third in the Metro. I know, you know, dream scenario, they win the division. Do you think they have a legitimate shot, or are you shooting for a second and just getting home ice against the Devils? Well, go ahead. You know, you can go. You seem... I don't think home ice matters. Because I, 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 listen, I listen to one of Avery's Twitter spaces, and I definitely agree with what he said, where he said, home, like, at this point, the goal of the regular season is just to make the playoffs. And I've always said, ever since June, with the experience of the young guys with the with the kids and Schneider too the amount of playoff experience that they got from last year get getting two seven game series and going to six mm-hmm. into the conference finals that's that's huge for guys that are like 20 21 years old and it i i think i value the experience and i don't think the devils none of the only well, player on the devils that really had has that experience is Palat. But I'm put. I'm, you know what, Stan? I'm cutting you off. I'm putting the narrative uh, in bed. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. First of I, all, I'm, I'm sorry. Devils have plenty of playoff experience. All right. It was a while ago, but like a lot okay. of them played in that in that series. Uh, he sure played in that series. Brat. You have Dougie Hamilton as well. Vanacek was on yeah. the Capitals as well. So like, there, there's playoff experience there for sure. But at the same time, the whole home ice advantage situation, like, it's massive. I'm sorry. It's huge. I think Look it's at the huge. Rangers. I you look at the huge. Rangers' record. You look at the Rangers' record that's and true. Carolina's record last year. It all came down to defending home ice. Like, and that's not home ice advantage. But like, yeah. when you and the Rangers again, they defended home ice against Tampa. They went up to nothing, and Tampa defended. <laughs> and then they went up two goals, right. and then <laughs> right. Yeah. Tampa defended home ice. They tied the series at two, and the Rangers didn't defend home ice. They lose game five. They go back to Tampa, and Tampa defends home ice. So, at the end of the day. The home ice advantage is huge. I wouldn't like say for the first four games of the series because, in my opinion, it's either it's three one or it's two two. But yeah. that game five, if it's in in Newark versus at Madison Square Garden, huge, huge. Like you massive. do not want to be the potential center. 
No, it's, yeah. like, well, it's not even that. Oh, it's not God. even. It's not even that. You don't want to be anywhere but your oh, home, home right now. And and you got to right. think. It's been a while since the Devils have really been in the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be, be rowdy. Too. These fans it's are going to be, be crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah. they've seen every, they've seen this entire season unfold. Like the Devils train is back. Like the Brat Pack's kind of fallen off in terms of popularity, but like he kind of stir up a huge crowd in New Jersey, and it's going to be rowdy. Like that place is going to be full of Ranger fans, full of Devil fans, and like regardless of, of what happens, <laughs> the home ice yeah. advantage it, it's big. It really is big, and the players are fighting for it. They all know how big it is, and and you have to be able to defend it too. Yeah. So. I'm I'm kind of I see both sides because, you know, it's like you, you know you still have to play the game right like you know whatever the, the all the ranks are the same size you play on them all year but I feel like home ice advantage is still a pretty big thing that a lot of players care about. No, I, I definitely do agree with you. I just think in that Rangers Devil series, if it does come down to that, I think goaltending is going to be a huge factor, and. I'm taking Shisterkin over Vitek Vanacek any day of oh, the week. Oh yeah, so I, I think everybody else is too. Yeah, I, so I, I think yeah. There's no argument there. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you, there's too much worry with them. But when you look at the, the rest of the Eastern Conference, out of all these teams that are sitting in a playoff spot, I know Boston's at 99 points. They're crazy good, but who really scares you the most? Because if I'm looking at a team up and down that really would scare me, it's Tampa every every year. And again, they get Tanner Janot. That's a guy who's gritty. He could score goals. Third line, yeah, guy. but giving up that much for a guy like that, way too much. I agree. We've seen <laughs> it. We've seen it. Two first round picks for Brennan Hagel, and he's scoring thirty five goals. This year. Yeah, it's I just, just, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. He's going to score thirty five. Exactly. You got Braden Point on pace to score fifty. The <laughs> whole team is just, and you know, they can Vasilevsky can always turn it up to another level. I could legitimately see a rematch in the Eastern Conference Finals. Would that be a nightmare situation for you guys to play Tampa? Would that be the one no. team you really don't want to play? Well. I don't know if we're getting into playoff predictions, Stan. I'll let you go, but I don't know if we're getting into playoff predictions. But I don't Tampa. I don't. I don't know they, if they're going to play <sighs> Toronto. I don't know. I don't know. I think you look at their roster. It's it's way different. It's very it's a think, lot of depth on that roster. I know. Well, I do agree, but I think that every in this Eastern Conference this year, I think every situation is a nightmare mm-hmm. situation. Hundred percent. Yeah, I get. I, you get. You get out of the first round. You 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 one hundred percent go to six or seven games against New Jersey if you're yeah. if you're the Rangers. And oh yeah. Let's say you, let's say you get out of that round, and then it's either Carolina or a wild card team that's been fighting for a playoff spot, and most likely has not. Islanders. Been, has yeah, not I mean, been to. Most likely has not been to the second round in five plus years. Well. So it. I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle, like for sure. Like and and that's how the playoffs really come down to. Like I think everybody looked at the Rangers Penguin series as, as like, okay, the Rangers have a legitimate chance. And I think goaltending situation obviously came down to, you know, the Rangers having the advantage, but I, I feel like any playoff scenario is going to have me just sweating, biting my fingernails. <laughs> it's like, every, it's every year. I mean, you're yeah, sitting like, there, you're like, oh yeah, it's, it, I'm telling you being a hockey fan is something that I've cherished my whole life, but there is it's the worst. It's the worst. Wish, I, would, I would not wish playoff hockey on my worst enemy. It's I the would, worst. At least I hate it. Fan. Like if you yeah. were just a fair weather, like if you just liked hockey, you didn't have a team. I'd be like, go ahead, like have like the time. I wish I had that. I wish I did. <laughs> but you don't. I mean, I mean, I, bro- I, I broke, a, I broke a, yeah, I break a computer over my knee because game seven, oh I was like a shorthanded goal and lose. I don't even want to talk Brutal. about that. But it, it, yeah. there's there's video, there's video, and I will get, <laughs> so, I will get that out. to you. Might have yeah. to pull that up. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll pull out at some point. Oh, hang on. This just in: hearing Carolina is acquiring Shane Goss's bear from the Arizona Coyotes. It's Ooh, just them. That adds some defensive depth to them. So that's actually pretty good. I don't really necessarily think that they needed that, but great. No, but it we'll see what they give up for that. Good. But yeah, I, and I was just going to comment too on Carolina making that move of Priori. Again, like another team in the East that's just making a move 
for their roster to get another piece. And that's it's it's been every, every team's theme. Every team's doing it. Getting somebody on their roster, it's for a third-round pick. And that's nothing. Great. Shane got spare for a third-round pick. So yeah. they give up no draft capital, and they get a player on their team who's, who's going to make an impact. And so, again, the theme for the Eastern Conference is here. Get a player on your team. Yeah, and that's so been, here that's we, been the so here we deadline, go. Another player, another player, and all the other cotton players into the East. So, well, and speaking yeah. of West into the East, we need to talk about the Maple Leafs. So we should. We yeah. I, mean, I want. I really wanted to get into that. I think they're. they're I think. I think they're the deadline winner. If 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 I'm being honest, they've they arguably have, if not the best top six in the NHL. I'm comfortable saying that they put Ryan O'Reilly in there with John Tavares on their second line. I want to say. Just to fact check myself, I know that their first line is uh, Matthews, Marner, Bunting. Yeah, so I mean, second line: Tavares, O'Reilly, Nylander. It, it's it. It really does not get much better than that if you really think of experience and all that stuff. Like Tavares has been to the playoffs a bunch of times, and we all know that they have had a lot of trouble getting out of the first round. But I don't know. I feel like this is just the year. I feel where like this is the year. I think this, this is the this year. Is the for year this, but I feel like this is the year where they win the first round, and it's like. Okay, they won the first round. Matthews had 12 points in six games, and he's having the playoff run of his life. They go into the second round. They go to the Eastern Conference Final. I, so. I, I just I I hate Toronto <laughs> a lot. I Everyone know. knows that. I'm not a hater, but like I'd no. rather them just not win. Yeah, I get that. I just think personally, this is just how I look at it. You lose okay. Muzzin, that's huge. You know, he's he's out. Right, but I, the replacement, the replacements. I, get, I understand. The replacements. What are they getting? I get they're getting Cabe. I get it, but I think as long as Kyle Dubas has a job as their general manager, they will never get out of the first round. I'm so I just I cannot. Dubas was cooking. He was cooking. He, the I, mean, day. He had a, I don't know. He had a good deadline. He got am, Lafferty too. He, he got that, that fourth line. It, he got that it, fourth it. line piece too. Yeah, so, he got the depth. I'm that just, was the question because Tim, remember when we were talking about no, when I know. it was down when it was down to Toronto and it was down to New York for Patrick Kane, and then. There wasn't really like a fit for Patrick Kane in Toronto because I they badly needed bottom line depth and they went ahead and got it. The no. entire fourth line is has been acquired. Like the the whole their whole fourth line yeah. is not well, I, did not I, start the year. I, so I, it's, I it. you look at it like that. They're very they're a very strong team. I just think I am so I've watched them play so much because they've mm. beaten the Islanders so much. I'm just so still sold on Tampa until somebody proves me wrong. I'm, I, get I can't. It. I can't. It's, it's I get it. I get it. It's hard not. It's to like be. the Patriots. Whenever they make the playoffs, you're like, never it's, count them out. Yeah, like, and it's crazy. It's crazy too because I feel like both both Tampa and Colorado, who were in the Cup final last year, have kind of flown under the radar a little bit because Colorado. Had yeah, their, Colorado especially. Well, they Most, had their struggles. They had their struggles with injuries. Of the injuries, right? But yeah. now they're third. Now they're third with like the, the least uh, amount of games played in the NHL. So. Yeah. So. They're they're gonna they're probably gonna I mean I I tried to be a little sneaky and get a Western Conference champion pick for Colorado thinking they'd be like maybe like third best odds but nope they're still first so I mean yeah. I I had my money on Vegas to start the year I I don't I think I, told me that yeah I don't I don't know if they can I don't know if they they're, can. I, they're still I mean they're still top of the West so well, I get there's I nothing, do understand that yeah, yeah but there's nothing just, to really be upset about there I don't they're know t- oh, they're tied with L A too for the top of the West too. I know. For me, for the West, that like completely sells me. I think it's either one of Dallas, but a dark horse for me is Winnipeg. Yeah, after seeing, I like them. After seeing what, yeah, after seeing yeah. what Hellebuck did to the Rangers the, uh, the last week, 
That's somebody who could win like a pivotal game yeah. in the no, playoffs. No, he yeah. definitely definitely and, like a carry Niederreiter price too. Like Niederreiter, yeah, like they, they got Niederreiter. They were really like bad, like missing yeah. a top six piece because Perfetti just got hurt, and Dubois has been kind of dealing with injuries too. But like you get Niederreiter to play in that top six, he'll be on the power play unit as well. And like you look at that team now, and I feel like it's kind of a team where as I, I use LA so much as an example for last year, where on paper they just were not like a legitimate playoff roster and they did lose to Edmonton in the first round. But I felt like every time they were on the ice, it was like, I felt like they just had like was, an energy level. Yeah, like every line the, came out the with way like they energy. Were built. I think it's the way right. they were built. I mean, you have two of the best defensive centers in the game in Dino and, and Kopitar. And that defense was a mix of youth and they had some experience at the end. It's, it it just them, came down to goaltending too. It, every sure. year it comes down yeah. to goaltending for them. And I yeah. don't know if Corpusala does that crazy for them it could it could well they also i think they have the scoring to back it up now like another year kempe who's playing yeah well. and fiala they get kevin they got kevin fiala i think fiala i want to well. say he's like top 25 in points this year which is crazy yeah and their bottom six is young and it's fast like they have a fast team they get gabrikov too right to and you gotta think they got a bunch of prospects i mean turcott still hasn't even cracked the lineup he's dealing with injuries yeah he's he's all he's kind of he's been a little overhyped over the last couple of years though. i don't know same, thing with, over, I, same just, thing with a lot of their prospects yeah, it, though it feels like for him though it's like him and like brant clark it's just for turkey it's been injuries i haven't seen a lot of clark i mean i'd, I'd like to but Tur- i really i was high on turkey coming to the draft i thought he was the second best player on that team that national development team behind hughes yeah. but he's just i don't know if he'll ever i mean concussion problems yeah I don't know if he'll nolan patrick situation i, I get yeah. it i get it but uh, yeah, no, I uh, there's so much like, and again, this and I tweeted it a couple hours ago. But you look at last year again, just picking out so many teams that you really didn't fear. Like, and this was, and I feel like yeah. that was the Rangers' problem uh, two years ago. Where yeah, they had Panarin, yeah, they had Mika, they had guys who were having great years, but there wasn't that sense of like, okay, well, we're gonna go into the Garden, we have to be on our toes because they're gonna bang us around, they're gonna they're gonna put pucks in deep, they're gonna really you know, give us a challenge. And there were a ton of teams like that, like in the last couple of years. And now like you look around the entire NHL, it's either you play against like the five or set, like five to seven, like bottom feeder teams that are like really tanking for Connor Bedard. Yeah. And then after that, there's 20, 25 teams in the NHL who like will give yeah. you a challenge yeah. every time you play them. So it's, it's interesting and it's, and it's fun too, because I think this is what the NHL needed. They needed all the smaller markets to kind of, really get out there and like build a contending team. And we're seeing that through the trade deadline and then the off season, especially. Yeah. I, I, I Ooh, think another trade just went down. Sorry Ooh, to cut you what? off. No, who was it? Uh, so the Canucks have acquired Philip Ronick from Detroit, uh, their fourth round pick in exchange for the conditional first round pick that was acquired in the Bo Horvat trade and Vancouver's second round pick in the 2023 Ooh. NHL entry draft. Okay. So Canucks get a defenseman. That's a little, a little weird for Detroit, I would actually. That's what say, I'm thinking. I don't, and, and it's a little weird for Vancouver for me. What do you? A, that's what a really, good, that's a really good player in Hronik too, who's actually been having a pretty solid season. I think he's he's uh, getting past the 40, uh, 40 point threshold here. So I don't know. Weird because now their top six, top four defense is uh, interesting. Maybe that's because they're trying to get some guys back off injury. But I don't know. That's I, well, that, a that's kind of from Detroit. Not gonna lie. Kind of gave me the same thing with uh, the Eller trade for Washington. It makes me feel like, uh, is this it for them? Are they just yeah? I, I think Washington. Well, after I mean, you look at the trades that they've made already. Like, uh, you know, Orlov, Hathaway, guys who yeah. like if you had those guys in your bottom six, like 
that's great. And uh, Boston, of course, has to get them. And so <laughs> they get it's just uh, it's ridiculous. I can't. And they got got him for nothing too. So it's 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 a really good time to be a hockey fan because of all these moves. But it's it's scary. It's stressful. It's stressful. I, want, I, want, I want to be I want to be like like a like Sharks fan. Just be like, you know what? Selling. <laughs> we, we got Carlson. We got Carlson. Guy or Carlson having a great year. Let's try to get a Norris Trophy. Yeah. And maybe Connor Bedard. Yeah. I saw Bedard Connor. in a jersey swap, by the way, in the San Jose. That would look nice. Is it clean? So wait, I think he goes. Clean. I think he goes to Chicago. You think he goes no, to Chicago? There's no way. And he, he might. He might pull an Eric Lindros if he goes to Chicago. Have you seen their roster? Have you? Seen yeah, that is team? true. He might pull. Lindros. He might pull Lindros. I mean, it is. It is so bad in in Chicago right now. But I, you know what? I commend them a lot. You know what? I really do commend Chicago because after they got after they let Dylan Strom walk and they traded to, to Brinkett, like. Everybody kind of knew, like, all right, well, we're tanking. And that's why Kane, I feel like, wanted out a little bit. Taze yeah. was in rumors because of that whole situation. But I kind of commend them because they're seeing what they have, and they're like, you know what? We don't really have the actual roster to compete, so let's rebuild. Let's get the picks. Let's get all the capital, and let's draft. Let's give guys a chance to actually prove themselves in the NHL, and let's let's build up through the draft. And the crazy thing is, for how bad the roster is, I, I have not seen a worse team than the Anaheim Ducks. I mean, with a negative 96 goal <laughs> differential. How are you that you bad? Hate the Ducks. Yeah, you I hate the Ducks. Because Tim. they're just boring to watch. Like, I mean, I mean, hate Zegers. I mean, I, I hate Zegers. Well, hang on. I wouldn't say boring. They're just, they, they have an net. Because think about it. You think about boring, and boring is a team that, like, doesn't score. They well, score. They just no, no, can't I, stop letting up goals. I, no, no, like, I understand. Score. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm thinking, if like, listen, I'm an Islanders fan. I'm used to structured hockey. Like, they're going to go into neutral zone trap with eight minutes left, and they're going to beat you two yeah. one. But when I watch the Ducks play, it's like I got guys all over the place. Nobody's in the right position. Just on like yeah, a no, hockey standpoint, true. you're just watching a bunch of guys skate out there getting killed. And yeah. no, it does look true. They're also very young, but I get it. I get but, it. But the way that they're the way that they're promoting Zegers and the way that they're on pace for, I don't see a world where Bedard does not doesn't end up in Anaheim. I just don't. I could see that too. I yeah, just for sure. Be. Well, it's all going to come down to lottery. Well, yeah, it's all going to come down to lottery, and the Devils and the I Rangers think... somehow always end up getting one. <laughs> <laughs> get out here! Get out of here! Oh, with, all the, with all the with all these protections in place for the draft this year, it's oh yeah. Oh my god, it's insane! But I I'll think never, I I'll know. never forget that ping pong ball. Whoever whoever gets Bedard, whoever gets Bedard, needs to make sure that they surround him with just with talent. And I think honestly, the best team that could do that is probably Anaheim because they could build a top line. They could put him with Zegers. They could put him with Troy Terry, who's I want to say he's approaching twenty six years old now. So I think you put him with Troy Terry. They have Ryan Schroen for a couple of years now. Frank Vitrano is a very quick winger, sure. and they, I mean. I don't know. They got the pipeline. Uh, we'll, we'll see. McTavish. Yeah, so McTavish is good too. And drives them. Yeah, I, I just, I would really, I would like to see him go to a team that is, is kind of planning for, for good, like planning for, for the way how you should be building yeah. a team through like homegrown and right. like Tampa. Like Tampa is a homegrown team. They exactly. drafted their guys and, yeah. and they're moving forward with that. And so you look at examples across the league of teams that are doing it that way. And I think that whoever gets Bedard needs to make sure he's in the right environment. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I actually, now that we're speaking of Bedard, it just makes me think McDavid. Edmonton's mm-hmm. chances this year, I, I, they were in the Western Conference final last year. They're sitting Correct. in the wild card right here. What do you, what do you think? Do you really think? Do you think they can go on a run again, or is this just? Stan, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you take this one. Give you well, I already said my 
my piece on the Western Conference because I said either one of Dallas or uh, Winnipeg because of their goalie play. I mean, Dallas has a phenomenal goalie in Jake Ottinger. Winnipeg has a phenomenal goalie in Connor Hellebuck. To me, it comes down to the goaltending. Yeah. It, it comes down to the goaltending. Like, if you, if you remember the Edmonton-Calgary series, it was almost like it was a tradition because they were on – the, they were on the same schedule as the Rangers when they played the Hurricanes. So literally, it was like a tradition bet the under for the Rangers Hurricanes game and then Had bet the over, over for the Calgary Edmonton game, and that over would hit within like games were like nine minutes. Seven. It's it crazy five minutes into <laughs> the second period. Like it yeah. was ridiculous. Well, it was what was it? It was Mike Smith versus Markstrom, and Markstrom was yeah. terrible, and Smith was yeah. even worse. Every puck was going in, but it Every was crazy. Was going in. That was a crazy. It was. It was, it was an awesome, and it was the Battle of Alberta. Too, yeah, so. it was awesome. But, yeah, I think I think you're right. It, it really and in the playoffs, like, and it's been proven time and time again. Like, Colorado won the cup with Kemper, but that's nothing against Kemper. Like, he, they were he's just tied for the league lead. Well, they were loaded, and Kemper had a good like. He was shaky for a couple games, but like overall, you look at his playoff stats, and he was he was solid. Like, he was top. Yeah, five he was pretty good in the playoffs. And so you you look at things like that, and it really goes to show, like, all right, well, if your back end's not going to hold it up, like, you can't. You can't be expecting your offense to put out the same output yeah. every game. And this by the same output, I mean three or, goal, three or more goals every game. You need to be able to give your team a chance to only score two goals a game or only score three goals a game and have a chance of winning. And so, yeah, for a team like Edmonton, I kind of am a big fan of Stuart Skinner. I am too. I think they got him a great his, deal. <laughs> yeah, his work, his work ethic is good. I don't know because it's tricky because they're in the same boat as last year where last year they yeah. had Smith and Koskinen who were two goalies who oh, were like oh now it's Campbell but and but they, were, but they were also but they were also below average I feel like both of them now they were, they were not good they were really now they have bad. Skinner now they have they Skinner did upgrade who I, a goalie but I just don't think that yeah he's ready it's not for the a huge right upgrade lines. it's like it's like average like I wouldn't I wouldn't consider Skinner to be average to below average I'd say he's average and then and then Campbell is average to below average. Like it's either he has like a nice like twenty eight save like thirty shots on game like three two win for Edmonton or it's like five one loss so yeah it's, yeah he's a little inconsistent um but I do like them making a run if they commit to Stuart Skinner for the rest of the year let him get a little hot let yeah. him, let his numbers get better play good in front of him and Mc, you know McDavid's gonna be and dry settle I feel like yeah especially he's gonna be the best, like no matter what no matter what happens and I have a bold prediction for the Rangers Devil series but no matter what happens say it I, say it say it will, you gotta say no it. matter what happens okay. I think McDavid's <laughs> going to be like the best the leader in playoffs. in play yeah. I mean he was and, last year did you and, see him last did you see that like that stat card yeah where it's like at, like it was like a shitload of like excuse my language but like a ton of categories like just like the miscellaneous ones too and it's just first 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 Dude, he has 20 First, first. He has twenty three <laughs> points in his last eleven games. Twenty three. Yeah, like, like that's insane. You don't see a guy like this. And he just best. broke fifty. He just broke fifty two. I want to hear. Want to hear a funny one? And this one yes. I thought was great. He's on a four game goal streak, and each in each of the four games, he has two goals. Yeah, I mean, he's got one hundred and fifty. <laughs> one hundred fifteen points. The next yeah. guy up's eighty nine. Like yeah, I'll say it. And it's dry side. The next guy yeah. up is eighty nine. Yeah, the next guy's dry sidle. He is. Probably the greatest athlete I will ever see. In yeah, my I life. think at their respective yeah. sport, he will be the greatest that I will ever see. I don't think anybody. Yeah. This is un unprecedented. Like this isn't the high po- point scoring era. This is. Yeah, no. This is just the oh my god, like wow, like what did that guy just do on the ice? It's yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable yeah. to watch. Going, going back to Edmonton, Edmonton though, 
not only do I think that their goalie play is a little bit shaky, I think they need to get some offensive production from their defensemen because Darnell Nurse is not cutting it. Yeah, I don't, I don't love him. And he's not cutting it. That was yeah, and for the Rangers early on in this season too. Like exactly, there was, a, there was an extended period of time where like there were three guys. I think it was Lindgren, Truba, and Miller who just did not have a goal, and the team was struggling. Yeah, yeah. So and I, then I get that point, hundred percent. The and then you have uh, now it doesn't sound like Carlson's getting moved, but mm-hmm. if the Oilers want to make a serious run, they had a chance to go and get they Carlson. Just, they just lost Barry, who yeah. was an offensive defenseman. Yeah, but the only the only counter argument to that is that they didn't they didn't have great playoff scoring from the defenseman last year at least i don't think so i'd have to fact check that but now they have hyman and nuge who are both i want to say like top 15 in scoring in the yeah, nhl which they is got, absurd. i mean I, they're, they're the two of the most underrated players nuge and hopkins got 72 zach hyman's got 69 yeah. points yeah like they're both balling and so like if those guys continue that pace for the playoffs which i mm, it's tricky yeah it's cool. tricky that's here's here's my concern with them is depth scoring because you got the forehead the four-headed monster with mcdavid dry nugent hopkins and hyman and then the drop off from 69 to 31 points with darnell nurse i would like to see a little bit more of like depth line scoring i know you're not going to get yeah. that with mcdavid playing 30 minutes a night and scoring 115 points True. but it would be nice to see guys like like mateus yalmark get a little hot or you know evander kane start to pick it up i know he was been out he's been out and he's been your favorite of person in the world Clem Costin. well evander kane is i mean that's another guy too that that's injured that will come back yeah he's all he's great he's a great player like he's pointing game when he comes back and that makes their top six again one of the better ones in the league yamamoto could score a little bit more i get that but like their bottom six it's like it's a really really solid playoff bottom six where it'll be like like in a series where yeah they might all like the like that six might produce like five goals between the six of them maybe even less but those five goals will be like the clutch goals like, yeah, i could just see that happening yeah, to that team i know um like, but to go back getting a sick one <laughs> yeah to go back to uh my point earlier where i said i have a take for the range devil series um and we're talking playoffs a little bit and who's gonna get hot who's not the rangers biggest problem by far will be jack hughes and oh I will God. stand by that for a long time. I think that the world is going I to see like him so bad, but it's just the jersey. <laughs> like yeah, I want to, like I, 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 I know, can, I that's do. a guy I can get behind. Yeah, it's just the jersey. It, it sucks. It really does suck. And I think that they are going to give the Rangers like that top six is going oh, to give giving, the Rangers a lot of problems. And so yeah, they're going to give us. Help. I could see Jack Hughes whether they win that series or they don't win that series i could easily when all the first round series are done easily see him leading the nhl and scoring easily yeah like I, uh, like 11 I, I, 12 13 points oh, I, yeah. I think we can talk next week yeah they'll definitely take a game like they're all like like a game two game three scenario like and it pains me to say it because I just – if the Rangers I'm sweep – like, if, if the Rangers sweep, I'm getting the ticker tape out. Like if the Rangers sweep, <laughs> the devil, we'll say it. I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting the tape out. But and there will be – they're just – I just have that gut feeling where I'm just going to be crying all night. I'm just going to need my blanket. <laughs> no, I'm going to need everything. There's going to be a day. Two, where, yeah. two goal, two assist game. <laughs> Two power play goals, maybe a shorthanded goal. Yeah, like Sharon Golovich gets the game winner. Or some bullshit. Yeah, like some. Yeah, yeah it'll be Hughes. Yeah, it would have so, to be Hughes. I feel like good. too, like five years from now, like we're gonna be like looking back and just calling it like the Jack Hughes game because I just <sighs> we, might, I don't we might be talking about him next year as the second best player in the league. I mean that eighty honestly, I would, well, that eighty oh, yeah. track is unbelievable. As long as as long as McDavid and Drysdale are around, I don't think that one two is yeah, going I away. Uh, but. Oh, but shit. also, Dreisaitl is not the second best player in the league. 
I think Kucherov. Ooh, interesting. Who, Second who best player in the league is Kucherov. I mean, you're looking at points, but no, no, I'm looking I mean, at just like when healthy guy that takes over the game. I mean, he is. I think he's dynamic. I, I, have, to go, I have to go name Mac, but that's, that's fair. I have to go name Mac. That's and fair. then Matthews. And then Caprizo. All right, I'm done. But and then Adam Fox. But okay. I mean, I have Kel McCarr above a few of those guys. But this is... yeah, maybe, maybe. But anyways, it's uh no, the playoffs. The playoffs are coming. Like this is this is a month that I've had kind of circled on my calendar for a while now because at least for the Rangers, it's it's a really tough month. I just sent out another tweet a little while ago. Oh, I just saw. Yeah, their schedule and <gasps> and it's and there's eight there's eight nights of suffering. Uh, you know, we got a, the rivalry week coming up, which I think is great because I believe That's the awesome. entire I believe the whole NHL is kind of like circling that week. I don't know. I think a lot of I like teams are good because the, the NBA did that like mm-hmm. not too long. I think around like January, and yeah. it was I it's enjoyed great. it. No, it's and and especially when it's like listed as that. It's not just like a like a Knicks Celtics game yeah. or like whatever. It's like listed as like. Right, like the, hey, like everybody. Yeah, like, they called it like rivalry week, and giving it was out like, like shirts, like or whatever it may be, just to let the oh, fans yeah. know, like this is rivalry yeah. week. And so, three games against Pittsburgh with a game with Washington mixed in there. Then that the week after that is Carolina twice, and then the week after that's New Jersey. So it's <sighs> it's tricky. It's really tricky. And I believe I want to say if I were to look at uh, the Rangers schedule in April, I want to say that there is a matchup against the Devils. They play. Well. So that will be. I think that they got. I think they have, no, they not. have Washington. I think they have Washington again. And they, yeah, they do in April. Yeah, they, they the have se- Washington. They end the season strong. They end the season uh, with two games at home. But well, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I uh, mean, it's, it's a crazy month coming up for everyone. Isles' next four games are the biggest four games of the year. They play Detroit, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Every game, is huge. Every game is huge. They have, I mean, Isles have, have to win yeah, out. Like, I, I mean, like, the only way they get it is they win out. <laughs> my roommate has been saying like this is the biggest game of the season for like the past three weeks because like, it's, it's every crazy. game. It's every. <laughs> I, will, I will look. I will give. I will give the Islanders a ton of credit because. When Barzil went down and Sorokin was struggling for a few games and, like, they had lost, like, six out of the last ten. Like, things were bad. But then yeah. they got Horvat. They started scoring more goals. And they're still they're still finding their way a little bit. They're 4-3-3 in la- their last ten. But only seven points back of the Rangers. Yes, they have four, four, games. Games, four games ahead. But at the same time, that's eight points. And that's those those games are still wins. So you got you to gotta look at it like I this. Know. I gotta the take Islanders, a pause they're, they're they're keeping pace, right? They're still top of the wild card spot, and that's all they got to do. Like, it, you know, they might suffer some losses to Eastern Conference teams, which it happens. I understand that, but at the same time, if they start, if they just keep pace, they keep winning games. They defend yeah. the home ice. They've been great. Been a great home team this year. They're eighteen, eleven, and three at home. And as long as they do that, I don't see a reason why they can't make the playoffs. I don't really see. Like and again, I've been staring at the wild card race for so long. I think teams like Ottawa and Detroit are really going to make things interesting. Oh, yeah. But at Detroit, the, I mean that that trade is weirding me out a lot. It doesn't make any sense to me because then it, it, it makes it's feel weirding like me out. It, it, I don't know why they get rid of that. Making it making the playoffs this year. That's uh, it's really weirding me out. But at the same time, I don't know. Like I think Billy Huso can get hot like he did for St. Louis. Um, and so I don't see the Islanders getting pushed out of a playoff spot. The only team. That could maybe jump them in the first wild card. I would say it's Pittsburgh, but they got to make yeah. a move. I feel like they got. I feel like they got to. They got well, to do something to, looking at, to make a move. I saw something that they were looking at Pedersen or well, someone they, from Vancouver. They got Kapanen out because they wanted Price. to activate. Uh, That'd be terrifying. Some of them, I mean, they need to move Kapanen the three mil cap. Mm-hmm. I there Pittsburgh doesn't concern me too much. 
I'm yeah. Buffalo scares the shit out of me. Uh, they Tell me score. why. Yeah. Actually, I'm, 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 I'm interested in that. Is that, is that is, kind of just their scoring? Is or I is think that... I think it's I think it's the superstar in the rise of Tage Thompson. They got guys yep. like Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs. I mean, mm-hmm. they're I think Skinner, Darlene. Yeah, Skinner, Darlene. They're Darlene. young. I mean, uh, they're new. What U- Lukalin, whatever his name is, UPL, Luka whatever. Lukalin, UPL. He's they're uh, trying to shop him too. Apparently, I heard that's that might be a thing. Because... Well, he's been he's been hot. Dude, I hope they ride Craig Anderson. Like, I want them to like, like pummel his ice time into the ground. <laughs> Did you not see him eat like six save he made where he was like stacking yeah, pep? Like, yeah. But, like, what even is that? And so, I like that. That would be a like. I would love to see them just just like obliterate his his like just obliterate his ice time and just send him into the ground, play him like every night, like just yeah. give them a chance to win. But we'll see. I think just, I love Craig Anderson. I'm a big fan of his. They're they're young. They're hungry. I don't see them making. If they do make it in the playoffs, I don't see them making any splash whatsoever. Just I, it's not even like an experience thing. I just don't think mm-hmm. they have the depth of the defense. But they could score, and they they feel like a regular season team that could just get hot. And I I feel I'm, like I've been rooting against them like for like a month yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. I get it. I feel like they're a team that just that they're just gonna give you hell. Like they may not, like they may not win the series, but they're. They could give you a competitive six, seven games. Yeah. They're one of those, like, how are they scoring kind of teams. Yeah. Like, they have the talent, but it's also, like, if you're, like, in a playoff game with them and, like, you, like, you're, like, yes, like, first lead of the game, we're up 3-2, and then they score two goals to make it 4-3. Yeah. It's like, like, what, how, just, like what, what just happened? That? Like, what just happened? Right. So, I, I feel like they can do that. Um, But I still I still give the edge to the Islanders, and I still give the edge to Pittsburgh. I think I'm ready for my playoff predictions because I think the the top six in the East is like locked up. Sad. I don't think anything and changes. I, yeah, I think I think the only swap really like and again I want to remain optimistic for my Panthers Devils year with Florida. Well, that's happening. I mean, like, come on, that's happening. Yeah. Unless I mean, look, the Devils are three points back of the of the top seed, and the that last thing true. I want to do is play Carolina in the first round. But, yeah, that is um, also true. I just I, I I'd rather just you know what I'd rather just like take my eyesight away and just not have to deal with watching playing either Carolina or New Jersey in the first round. But all right. Well, well real quick right now, give me your, okay. right. give me yeah, your prediction, Eastern conference, final prediction, Western conference, final prediction. And then we'll go, you can go Stanley cup off that, but I want Eastern Western. Well, what I th- what like, okay. What I want to happen is obviously would be the Rangers go all the way. Um, But I think, I think in terms of a team that could, like really make a strong push. I'll go, I'd say Western conference. I think Colorado, I just, I see in terms of people who are going to perform in the playoffs or players who are going to perform in the playoffs. I see them making a really strong push. I, I like the way Georgia has played this season. I think he's been steady for them and he's stopped the puck when they need him to, which is really good. So I see them coming out of the West. I could see them playing. Uh, that's see, that's going to be so tough because they're probably going to be top of the central and top of the top of the conference. So I could see them playing Winnipeg. Uh, I mean, I could see Winnipeg, you know, generating a wild card seed and coming up and you know making a lot of noise. So I could see them in the West Conference Final. I don't know in terms of how seeding would work out in that case, but if that's not the case and seeding like you know goes along the path of Central play Pacific in the final, then I could see them playing uh, Vegas, which would be like the most like favorable matchup because I don't know. I like LA goaltending. Goaltending bothers me a little bit. I think Seattle, in my opinion, could drop out of a playoff spot. I think so too. Been, it's they've been, I, they've been I've been saying this. How much yeah. Stan? How long have I been saying this? Yeah, he, but he's again, been saying but, it for a while. I, and I know, and I know you asked the question prediction, but again, it's like if they drop out, who's passing them? Calgary's right. five points back. Nashville's right. the next team, and they're three points back at Calgary. Yeah. But they got, they got three games in hand. They got three games in hand. 
I get the games in hand, but do you really trust a team like Nashville to like? like no, but I also, I also, like put, I also put money on Nashville to beat. Yeah, and this is the same. Yeah. This is the same. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, and, yeah, um, and then, it was like when you first came on here, and he was like, "Book it." I was like Nashville. I'm like Nashville. Yeah, I was like Nashville's gonna come out flying. They're gonna surprise them. Game one's theirs. They got smoked. So I don't even. I see see that. Um, But Easter Conference Final, it's hard not to say Boston, but I don't know. I I'm a big Toronto fan because of the moves that they made, and I could definitely see a Rangers Maple Leafs matchup Easter Conference Final. I think that would break Twitter. Like I think Twitter would just erupt. Now it's like the two, the two of like the biggest biggest fan bases for sure. Yeah, I think just this is crazy if this happens. But imagine Rangers beat Devils in the first round. Isles are the second wild card. They take the Atlantic route and then they meet them <laughs> in the Eastern Conference Final. That would wow. be hell for both of us. That would bre- that would break this podcast. That would break. That would literally. I would, be, I would be. I would be just coming out of the ICU from the Rangers Devil Series. <laughs> like even after the second round, like I like. There's no way I'd be able to watch a second round after a Rangers Devil Series, and then you hit me with the Islanders. Ugh. We but would like, have to I, like. But like the Islanders are a team to, like, I could see making run. It's just who, who like they're like who in the wild card. Yeah, if if the Islanders and the Penguins make it, I I don't see them putting up a fight against Carolina or Boston. I don't. No, I think I think Isles match up best with. I think Carolina smokes them. I think they match up better with Boston. Um, I'm a little nervous about Carolina though. I'm not gonna lie. like not in terms of them being like a good team. I'm nervous about them like being because. At the end of the day, they really have not had like how many years have they uh, made it to like, the second round and gotten? Just, I get it, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I, I get it, but like you know, even even in the first round, like I'm I'm a little skeptical of their team. They've been a great regular season team because they've gotten the clutch scoring from around their lineup. But Svechnikov, he's starting to pick it up a little bit. He's had a rocky start to the season, but I don't know. The one saving grace for that team by far will be their defensive core. Oh, because, they're so good. Because they, it's just so, now they Shane Goss, Goss bear, so that'll yeah. take Jalen Chatfield out of the picture, which just makes them insane. But I don't know, like Freddie. I, Anderson, I feel like they needed Freddie they Anderson, needed to make a move to but, like put them at that uh, next level, and I don't, I don't know. think they did you that. You get a guy like Seth Jarvis going, and you get a guy like you know like uh-huh. Jordan Martinook and Yeah, playoff performers are on that team for sure. They got Paul Stasny. They got Jordan Stahl. Like guys are gonna guys are going to step up for that lineup. I just I don't know. Like the there was genuine fear last year when I played Carolina because not anymore. Well, that's got to be because it's it's loaded. You're loaded now. That's got to be a reason. Last last year going into the Carolina series, I was like, this is gonna be. Like just like a new level of hell. I even and said they were gonna get. I, I was like, they're gonna get sweeped. <laughs> they just. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, but also too, like the Rangers are now two and zero against Carolina this year. Oh, they and. But I wouldn't even say that. I would just say Carolina kind of did it to themselves in both games. Like they came out hot, like flying. The Ron Brindamore says when we start these games, you you fire the puck on net, you wear the teams down. But the Rangers did that early on in the year. They were like first in shots per game throughout like the first three weeks of the year. And then the analytics showed that like, okay, well, how many times can you put a low danger opportunity on a goaltender until they get warmed up? And they're like, okay, like I've settled into the game time to dominate. And you've seen it. Hellebuck was sick. He had 50, 50 saves against the Rangers. But at the end of the day, it's like you look at the shots on net and a lot of them are into the chest, into the blocker, into the glove, into the pad. And the chances that they were right. Right. And so, <laughs> The chances that they create in terms of Carolina 
are a lot because when they when they put the puck on net, they usually swarm. But teams could teams could adjust to that pretty well. And I feel like when when you adjust to a forecheck and you start to like take the one thing away that a team really like focuses everything on, they struggle into the later parts of the game. And so that is one of the reasons why I don't see Carolina as like the, a huge threat. Yes, they've been top of the Metro for the entire season, but in terms I of, yeah, I don't I, I, like it. it, it know what it is to me? It's random. I just feel like they're so like every time they get to playoffs, it just seems so soft. I don't know what it is, but I feel like every other team is just not dominating them, but the four yeah. check seems more aggressive. It seems like they want to win battles yeah. more. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I never see you them. Just don't doing see anything. it with Carol. They remind yeah, me a lot of Toronto. I think like, that Gossip Bear trade will will shake things up for sure. I think I think it's going to give them a little bit more scoring on defense, which they don't need because Brady Shea is having another great year. He's been solid scoring wise, and Brent Burns has been yeah. Brent Burns. So, again, in terms of Carolina, it's it's tricky because I I still fear them because they're a very very good team and they they've proven that time and time again. But in terms of a playoff series, I don't know. Like I I, no, I, I think I think the team, Rangers win. I don't. It's not even. Two, Two teams are going to get knocked out out of the yeah, top that's six. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say that. Right. Because that's... And so, it's tricky. It's tricky, man. It, it's, it's really it's tricky. My mind I feel, knocked out, but... <laughs> I feel like we'll get a good... Shut up, Tim. I feel like we'll get a good sense of who's, like, the team to beat once the second round comes along. Oh, always. Yeah. Yeah, I could, yeah. I could see that being a thing. I think this is the most excited and nervous I've been for the playoffs in my entire years of watching hockey yeah. for sure. It's well, gonna be it's gonna be hell. I think it, the president's yeah. trophy curse bites Boston. They don't do as much as everyone thinks they're gonna do. It they're 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 definitely they're definitely going to to take care of business in the first round for sure. Yo, I first round that, for sure, but that that'll happen. But also, again, they were a very good team last year. And you saw them in the playoffs against Carolina. They took the care they took them to seven. They took them to seven and they were they were solid in every game, yeah. but it just never really felt like they like all four lines could finish. That was their biggest yeah. problem. And so all four lines got onto the ice and they cycled the lines. Whatever they had, they had Bruce Cassidy, so it was different. But yeah. now you look at their roster and everybody is contributing. To oh, they're coaching. loaded. I think the co- the coaching change matters too. I think. Yeah, yeah no, for well, sure. I mean, it gives them a more stepping edge. up out of nowhere, making like a hundred yeah. saves a night. Well, yeah. last game, I mean, That's they were getting outshot forty to nine, and they won. Like, mm-hmm. unreal. So they 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 are a legitimate concern uh, for for a lot of teams because of just how dominant they've been. Um, but I think I think there's there's just so much to look at in the playoffs that it's just really going to come down to like what happens on the ice because for now all we can do is look at the numbers and look at what's on paper yeah, and speculate. And so, all this. right, and so yeah. I think at the end of the day it's just going to be like all right, well, who's really going to step up to the table? Who's going to be performing out like because at the end of the day the teams that play well are the ones who have the crazy good player on their team, like the one who's just putting the puck in the net, like creating offensive chances and. There's, I'd say right now, probably three teams in the East that have that kind of player. I'm not gonna lie. So, I'd say I'd say probably Hughes and the Devils, um, yeah. Fox and the Rangers, and Matthews and the Leafs. Those are like the three players who I think are like you really don't through, love. Kucherov. Like, you really hate Kucherov. <laughs> he doesn't like Kucherov. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's playoff. It, when right. it comes to playoff time, I get it. Yeah, I think, I think okay, that's fair. I think I think Braden Point, when mm-hmm. he gets to the playoffs, oh, he's a good player too. No, for sure, he is he kind of turns it up. But we'll see what yeah. happens. It's going to be interesting. 
It will okay, be. No, so... and and I, and I and I use that term game breaker very. It's like a tight. It's yeah. like a tight. No, no, three, I understand. Like, yeah, you know, and I so, understand. Completely could change so, what's going on. Right. And so we will we will definitely see. And Kucherov is one of those players. I I yeah. definitely left him out. So. All right. So t- Jake already gave his prediction for Stanley Cup. Tim, what do you got? Well, to wrap up. To wrap up. Yeah. Real okay. Quick. Well, if the Isles make it, obviously I have them going, but that's, yeah, I, yeah. but I'm not even going to talk. I'm not, I don't even think I'm going to touch that yet. Uh, I really think it's going to be Tampa Bay Rangers in the Eastern Conference final. And which is next time. Next time. Thanks so much. Suck. I just, I can't, I can't, I just I get it until they prove me wrong. Until they prove me I wrong. get it. No. And that's, that's the most fair thing to say. Yeah. About Tampa, and so uh, I agree. Western Conference kind of random. Um, I don't, I feel like Minnesota could just get really hot. Just out of nowhere. Like that. And back for the playoffs too. Yeah, and that trade as well. I think they'll face off against Edmonton. I'm just, I'm really high in Edmonton. I just, I'm sorry, I'm, uh, Gustav Nyquist, my fault. Gustav, yeah, yeah. And I, I just think I want to see McDavid win a cup. Like I just, it, I, it's yeah. one of those things. Like I want to see him, and especially after last year's performance where he was so dominant. I just, it's tough again for me to rule, rule them out. So as long as they're in a mm-hmm. playoff spot, uh, that's my Western Conference final. Stanley Cup, I don't even know. So. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. It's a hard East, to win sports for sure. Hardest on the East. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rangers Bruins. Okay. Nice sure. little New York like Boston that. rivalry there. I would not want to play the... Bruins three three like two rounds deep, like two yeah, round yeah, like that's oh, especially because like, that means because that thing. means that they're like playing re- like if they get to the Eastern Conference Final, that, that means they're, they're hot. playing yeah. even even better than they were in the regular season. And then. Western Conference, I'm going to go again. Seeding, I'm not really putting seeding into consideration here. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're in the same division, so I don't think that would work out. I hate. I just wish it was one eight. Yeah, I know. I wish it was one eight. I just missed. I just missed the. I missed like the NBC graphic where like they would actually show like <laughs> like the one the whole bracket. Oh yeah, God, it would just go the, down. Yeah. That was so much better. We were so privileged with that. I like, know. Insane. I was always watching we, we, for like 10 or 11, and I would always look up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never, never. You don't there. know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. True. Like, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Dallas and Winnipeg, and it all comes down to goalie play, in my opinion. Oh, I really like that. Two Otten great Drivers, two, Yeah. That'd be a great Andre goalie matchup. Outlook. That'd be a phenomenal goalie matchup. I threw goaltending out the window with mine. I mean, yeah, you know, but Winnipeg, <laughs> Winnipeg's got to stay in the wild card for this to happen. But I really, I really like these two teams right now. Just based off of goaltending, it's going to be a phenomenal yeah. goalie matchup. And they have I think scoring it's going to be too. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have and, great and, scoring. They have, and you know, Dadnov just scored in his first game as a Dallas Morrissey. star, which was great. Morrissey's been and, killing and it. And Dallas has Jason Robinson, <laughs> Morrissey, man. Winnipeg's got he had two goals last Morrissey, night. I know Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor's yeah, unbelievable. The, yeah, Nikolai no, Winnipeg on paper is a very good team, and now yeah. they're actually showing it. Shifley's going to Shifley's probably going to be 36, 37 yeah. goal scorer. It's, it's just one of those things. Like them, I think he's actually wait. No, he's no Shifley's got to be way, way. I, he's probably really close to that. I would even say when I in terms but of when I think of, when I think of Winnipeg in the playoffs, all I think of is like Jake Evans putting that empty netter in the bubble. Oh, they, 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 they get swept for nothing. <laughs> Shifley lays them out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get yeah. And for the Stanley Cup, give me Rangers Dallas. Wow, that'd be crazy! Oh my god, that'd be that'd be so wild. That'd, that'd just be, be like wild, that'd be man. wild. I'm 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 gonna go crazy. Like just give me damn if Rangers. I'm, if I'm going out. I don't go even out think I could. I don't even think Rangers. I could like picture that. Wait, did I just say? Wait, did I just? 
Yeah, Ranger Stars. Yeah, because we said Wild, and I just confused myself. I think but, the most. I think the the matchup I'd want to see the most in the West would probably like. Well, want to see would be was like <laughs> a very big like quote unquote, yeah. but a Rangers Oilers Stanley Cup final would be crazy. Phenomenal. That'd be like the. It would just be. And like it would be, it would be as, so as, so as good, good as Shesterkin is. I feel like it would be so high score. But imagine, imagine, imagine McDavid taking the the opening draw in Game One of the Stanley Cup Final at Madison Square Garden. Madison Square yeah. Garden. That's Dude, imagine kid. those are the two you best right power play, Those would be the two best playoff power plays going against each other. Yeah, for sure. And that I, well, that's another reason why I love the Leafs so much is because of their power play. Yeah. Like, like it's like okay. So let's say first unit's out there for like a minute twenty, and then they get off the ice. It's like all right, I don't didn't work out. Let's just throw out O'Reilly bunting with <laughs> and Giordano. Let's oh just, yeah, go ahead, go Talk right ahead. She and Giordano. <laughs> yeah, it's all ridiculous. Right. Tomorrow's the day. Going. Yeah, we've been yeah. going. Oh, what's the? Oh, well, tomorrow's Kane Day. Sorry, my fault. Tomorrow. Oh, Kane you're day. about to ask what's tomorrow? Oh my well, god! Tom- I thought, well, tomorrow <laughs> Thursday, and then Friday's a deadline. So I'm sorry. That is true. I, well, I'm, I'm focusing Kane. on tonight, man. Tonight's a big game. I, I'd like to get yeah. just two solid points against Philly. Um, they're hurt. No, no connection tonight. <laughs> yeah, a, another team. Another team that I don't know if it's on record on the New York Sports Exchange podcast, but I I did like Philly going into the year because I'm a big Travis Connecting fan. He's one of my favorite. Players I think today, so. I think you did say something because like. I let's think just, I, no, let's just, on paper they're sick. Yeah, but yeah. Like, they're just well, terrible. I mean, well, they gave terrible. they gave they gave Sanheim a good contract, who analytically was good, and now I he's not playing well. And Pulverov's not playing well. Oh yeah, Carter yeah, Hart's not so, good. But we have to we Kane, need to reconvene. Yeah. We need to reconvene later in the season because this is oh, an awkward time. Because I'm really hoping we don't stop recording. We stop recording, and it's like, oh, uh, we, the we forgot this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll 100 have you back before playoffs start. We'll go over brackets and everything. Oh no doubt, sure. For sure. We're going to have a bracket review, whole thing. I got to get Avery, Avery back on here too, but he's in Florida. So, ah, I think golf. Yeah, lucky, lucky guy. Lucky guy. Lucky guy. All window. right. Jake, always fun talking hockey with you, my man. Of course. All right. Kane Day tomorrow. Let's go, go Rangers. Man. Let's go, Rangers. All right. Always nice having Jake on. Love talking hockey with him. Big day to be a Ranger fan tomorrow. I'm going to be in attendance. Shut up. Tim, as, as Tim growls. Uh, we did not talk baseball. We did not talk baseball yet. So, Yankees spring training starts up. Uh, they look all right. They put out a lineup today that like scares me because I just know it's going to be the opening day lineup, and it includes Hicks, Donaldson, and IKF. But it's spring training, you know. You never really. know. It's spring training. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but yeah, I really like what they're training, dude. It, it's, it's very not even, early. It's very too. early. Yeah. So like, there's a lot, lot to look at. I love the pitch clock. I love the, I love like the bigger. I love the bigger bases. I love the no shift. I think a lot of players are going to benefit from having no shift. I I, I, I also think it. so too. I think it's going to be a, a. We haven't. I know I saw a stat where there's been a lot of teams. You know, prior to 2009, there was like zero teams hitting under 240, like as a team. Yeah, and just it keeps gradually getting higher. I think the elimination of the shift, we're going to see teams back in the 260 area, 270. Guys mm-hmm. are going to hit well, and it should be an interesting year. I expect a lot of offense, but also, I don't know. There's some pitchers that, yeah, there's some yeah there's some guys that might have like I think Alcantara could literally have like a one five ERA year and pitch like yeah crazy high innings. There, there's some great talent out there, and ooh, I just I just can't wait for baseball. 
Yeah. Can't um, wait for baseball. Quick injury. Uh, Gavin, yeah. yeah. You're a Dodger fan. Ugh. Tough. Gavin Lux out for the year, torn ACL. You watched the interview? Uh, yeah. He was, was crying. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. But uh, to Dodger fans, uh, I know a guy uh, with three initials that plays uh, third base and shortstop. <laughs> and I think he's the love. last guy on the radar. Trust me, Stan. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees and Dodgers have trade history. So, I mean, we gave him Gallo. Oh, congrats. <laughs> we, gave, we gave him Gallo, and we got a, a top 10 prospect in our system for him. Yeah. So, Jesus. Thanks, Dodgers. Um, all right. Moving on. What I saw. I will go first. Uh, my first one I saw is uh, it's a Tim Lotto special. Had a nice uh, day Sunday. You know, I'm on spring break. No one's really home. Played a great round of golf. Went to the driving range, hit the shit out of some balls. I mean, and, you know, full swing really, uh, really motivated me. I have to say it's all it's and that's that's the beauty of the sport. You know, you got to, you know, I haven't done much, you know, I haven't done much this week. Just went out and played golf. Exactly. That's that's the way to do it, Stan. Just enjoy yourself. Yes. Yes. Uh, my next what I saw is going to change the way we will be watching the next Rangers and Islanders forever. Are you ready for this? I, I am ready for it. MSG is launching its own streaming service this summer called msg plus are you ready for the prices it's probably crazy 9.99 per game 30 dollars a month 310 dollars a year per month yep wait so okay okay now i don't know how they're like doing this based yeah. off of like do i get still it does it still come with my package with verizon like do i still get that or MSG Go is done. This re- this is going to replace MSG Go. Oh, well, even MSG Go, I just mean like I can still get cable with it, right? You know, I can still get I don't know. Oh it's God. a streaming service, so who knows, but Dude, holy actually, shit. Figure it out. I'm so over this. Let me, Stop making things let me expensive. Out, just let me watch hockey. Let me ch- let me check out the article because I don't want to like get too ahead of myself here and not be like Cuz if it's like uh, an ESPN new- Plus kind of thing. Oh, okay. 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 The new streaming service will be limited, however, to cable operators that carry the MSG network. The new streaming service is aimed at cord cutters who don't subscribe to traditional pay gotcha. TV. Gotcha. So guys that don't have – so if I still – I could still use MSG Go with my Verizon. I don't I don't know because right, we'll, I, we'll, we'll I, also, I saw someone say that this is going to be the replacement for MSG Go. All right. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, Tim, you're what I saw. Pitch clock. Baseball, it, it's fast it's I, I know you were going to mention – I know I mentioned it now that you say it. Shit, sorry. It's fast-paced. I mean, Mets – I love it. All these Mets games are like under under two and a half hours. It's awesome. It's, it's, I think it's going to save baseball, and it's going to grow the grow the audience. Yeah, I agree. I love I love the big bases too. I don't. I'm anti-big bases. Bring back the small ones. I like seeing guys like tear their ACL, hyperextend their knee when they're trying to like reach for bags. <laughs> it's the beauty of the game. <laughs> no, no. I like. Think about I it, Stan. Like There's it bigger because... bases. Ruben Tejada doesn't get hurt. I know. I don't. Want, I know. I don't want him getting hurt. But like, I wouldn't hate Chase Utley as much, and I like hating Chase Utley. So, wow. I, that took a turn. That completely took a turn. <laughs> I know. I, I like the big base. I like the big bases. They wanted more. You know doubles and triples they wanted more stolen bases they just want more offense they just want more offense and who doesn't love more offense bring back small ball do you know what, 
you know what this means too, which is also huge? This is probably you could definitely see a lot more overs hitting in games. Oh, 100%. And you could also definitely take the five runs, always take the five run over, because I guarantee first innings and all this oh, stuff yeah. now, especially in the, as the games first get in, you know, I know these guys are getting acclimated in spring training, but it is going to take a little bit to get used to. It's going to take some time to adjust. My only, this is the only thing I have against pitch clock. Only bad thing, Stan. Only bad thing. If bases are loaded in a playoff situation, yeah, he gets dude. blocked because he takes too long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have a fit. Like that's unbelievable. I would kill, yeah. I would kill myself. Yeah, like are you kidding me? <laughs> like that's unbelievable. Oh. Imagine the World Series ends on a pitch clock violation. Like that's what year. I'm saying. Like I wouldn't. Oh, that would then, be hilarious, right? But then baseball becomes a joke, and it's like, okay. <laughs> like I can imagine the John Sterling call. Yeah, and the uh, pitch. Never mind. <laughs> oh, he he he! Won. Pitch clock, pitch clock violation. It's like, over. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know how uh, the best. I, I know we just. I bring up John Sterling. Uh, the best John Sterling moment I heard live was when Dylan Bundy threw up on the mound. <laughs> As uh, Bundy steps off the mound, oh, he's he's throwing up. He's throwing up on the mound. <laughs> I think the best call I've that's ever ba- heard. That, that's baseball, Susan. Yeah, the best hero I've ever heard for a sport. I don't know who it was, but he goes, you know, one can only think he's pointing to the heavens, asking a dead relative for forgiveness oh. for this atrocious <laughs> outing. Yeah, Bob Costas <laughs> was just laying into him. Pointing towards the heavens. We can only ask he is asking for some type of forgiveness <laughs> from a dead to, relative to <laughs> for this atrocious performance. And he's like walking off the field. I'm like, what is Bob Costas doing? He's clowning him. Well, uh, just Bob Costas is just like in he's he's that Yankee series. Just he would never shut up. I know like he just he would never shut up, and that was just the funniest part of that series because there was just like too much. All right, well Oof. let's let's jump into this top five today, Stan. I'm excited to talk about right, it. Real quick, top five. We're going to preview baseball all week up until all for these next few episodes up until opening day. So we're going to go top five position by position, top five catchers in Major League Baseball. We do not – we can repeat all we want. This is really just just to get us excited for baseball yeah, at this keep, point. Yeah, keep everything fresh. Exactly. Yeah. So, Tim, who is your number five catcher? My number five catcher for the 20 – this upcoming season is going to be Alejandro Kirk of the Toronto Blue Jays. That's a good one. That's a good one. At any analysis, you're just like, yeah. Me, I just think I one. know. He, I, I think he hits the ball well. He, he feels. I, I, I just like. I like that big boy running. You know, <laughs> I like that big boy runs. Yeah, you like. Yeah, I, I'm with. I'm with you on that. You like the big boy running. Um, number five. Number five. Let's see. Hmm. It's tough, just because like. I know it's yeah because this is there's not that much like, like Travis Darno could be thrown in even if you love Salvi like maybe like <laughs> yeah um I'm gonna go Wilson Contreras at five yeah that's a good pick I like Wilson Contreras he's gonna it's basically like a new start and it's nice to see him on a contender mm-hmm. in Seattle he's got a lot of pressure on him being the uh, Yachty Molina replacement but I think he lives up to those expectations I think that's a perfect transition to my number four at Wilson Contreras um, and I mean that goes to my number four, Alejandro yeah, Kirk. Um, I think the top three for catchers is pretty much a given. It's just how you rank them. And uh, my number three is going to be Will Smith of the Dodgers. I think 
Okay. He, he's just he does it all. He could hit, he could field. I was gonna say the same thing with Will Smith too. Will Smith at three for me. I mean, again, he can hit, he can run, he can field. He, he's just he's like an athletic catcher. He's a, he, he's a five tool player. Exactly. Catcher, which is something you never see. Are we gonna say two at the same time or are we you know, uh yeah, you ready? Three, two, one. Adley, Adley Rushman. Rushman, number one. <laughs> and then let's Real just say of the- JT Real Mudo. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it catches are tough because wow. you just know, you know who it is. You got what you, you got. Know. You just know who it is. I mean, I'm uh, honorable mention. Sean Murphy, our show of oh oh, forgot about Sean Murphy. Yeah, the uh, I hate the Braves, and they're loaded at the catching position with Travis Darno and Sean Murphy. The Braves never lose. Yeah. They never lose. And now I hate the Braves. The Braves- the Braves never lose, but look out for Varshow this year. I think he's going to give. I think the Blue Jays are definitely the team, a team to keep keep an eye out this year. They get Brandon Belt, they get Kevin Kiermeyer at center field. They got what they needed. They got more lefties in in the lineup, and that's what they lacked. They did not have a lot of lefties in the lineup. And yeah, another I really, I re, I like what they're doing. Another catcher to look out for, Tyler Stevenson of the Reds. I'm expecting a big year from him. Maybe a huge jump. We'll see what happens. Good one too. I think it's just going to be interesting. I mean. MJ MJ Melendez as well. Yeah. And I like you, him as you can I like even him, say yeah. Francisco Alvarez if he even ends up playing. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. So it's it's gonna be a fun year of baseball. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for baseball. That just that just got me so excited. And now we're we're planning on doing a keeper fantasy league this year. That'll be crazy. awesome. Yeah. That's gonna be hilarious. That's gonna be awesome. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube where where you'll be seeing the clips that we post on Instagram onto YouTube shorts. Follow our TikTok as well. You'll be seeing that as well, as long as some other things that I saw that I'll be participating in. Oh, another one I saw. Shit. Uh, Polar Plunge this weekend. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe it almost slipped our mind. This is the most important one. This is the most important one. I I cannot believe I lost it on this one. Uh, Polar Plunge this week. This Sunday, 12 to 2, Memorial Park in Piermont, New York. I'm definitely going to be there. I will be emceeing the event, which will be something 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 special. Something special. I I will be I will be leading I will be leading the crowd into the water, into the lovely, lovely Hudson River. Should be a fun time. All right. So anyway, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to check out our videos on TikTok, like our videos on TikTok. Be sure to f- subscribe to our YouTube, like our videos on YouTube. We'll be using the YouTube more with YouTube shorts. Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. Polar Plunge, Sunday, 12 to 2. Go Duke against UNC on Saturday. <laughs> Go Rangers. Patrick Kane is going to be a New York Ranger tomorrow, people. Huge, Go Knicks tonight. Huge. And Go Knicks. They play the Nets tonight in fuck Brooklyn. There you go. All right. Peace out, guys.